small towns Beat up cars and guitars and drummers going crack Boom, bam Some are black and some are white And they ain't too proud to sleep on the floor tonight If the blind faith of Jesus You know that they just might Rockin' in the USA From nowhere and voices from the larger towns Filled our head full of dreams Turned our world upside down There was Frankie Lyman, Bobby Full of Mitch Ryder They were rocking Jackie Wilson, Shane Lars, Young Rasters They were rocking Spotlight on my theories Let's don't forget James Brown Rocking in the USA Fourth of July weekend, everybody. We're excited to have you here. Good morning. All right. Yes. So this weekend is more of a, a guided time of musical worship, and I am your guide. Uh, let's start by praying. Jesus is you are our mediator. It's through you that we and your completed sacrifice on the cross that we can draw near to God. And it's through you that our, worshipable is, our worship is acceptable to God. Only through you and your sacrifice on the cross do we have access to God. And Jesus, we thank you for that. We come and worship and celebrate you today. Amen. Psalm 32.11 says, Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, O righteous, and shout to joy, all you upright in heart. In this idea is, celebration. It's the defining character, uh, characteristic of our worship. And, and why do we celebrate? Because we have faith that through Jesus' death and resurrection, we have new life. This idea is unique 
to what we believe versus other faiths, and it's the core of why we celebrate. More than anyone else on earth, Christ followers have a reason to celebrate, so let's stand and celebrate them together this morning. Never 
Psalm 34.3 says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. So our first priority, and when we gather to worship on weekends or together in groups, is to magnify the Lord, which I think is a strange phrase. It's weird. It, it makes me think of when I was a kid, and I had like a little magnifying glass, and I'd burned stuff. Or maybe it was a few days ago. And uh, basically, that, that, that's the image I get, magnifying the Lord. What does that mean? But what, what, what helps me in figuring that out is magnifying the Lord is kind of like looking at the stars through a high-powered telescope. When we, um, when we normally look at stars just during the day or in the evening, it's, it's not that bright. It's just little tiny white dots. And sometimes there'll be no moon, and it'll be really impre- more impressive. But still, we just kind of ignore it most of the time. But when we look through a high-powered telescope, what we really see moves us. We see massive spheres of raging fire, millions of times larger than the Earth, so bright that if we look at it, it we wouldn't be able to see. We would lose our sight. And the... And in this case, the stars haven't changed, but our vision has. So it's really important to keep that in mind that when we're magnifying God, we want to take off whatever eyes we're normally seeing things with, prepare ourselves to see the giant balls of flame and the power. I, I I look at it like taking your earth goggles off. And recognizing who God is for who he really is. Because I think a lot of the time we see the distant. He seems really distant and small. So as we continue worshiping, let's magnify God together. Look at who he is and prepare ourselves for that. Let's do this together.
of the truth of who he is there's no one like him there's no limit to his holiness his glory his sovereignty there's no end to his riches no end to his wisdom he's the God of love and he's righteous set apart from us let's worship him together
We're going to take an offering now. Uh, this offering is to, to respond to God's goodness and the gift of his son to us and our new life. It's out of gratefulness that we give. It allows us to order and orient our lives around gratitude. If you're new to Journey, feel free to let the bag pass right on by as we continue singing. into our services feeling unfulfilled or unsatisfied with our lives or ungrateful. We've been playing the comparison game all week. 
thinking about others who are richer or more beautiful or just ha who have more. They might be better liked or more well-known or stronger, more talented or more godly. And worshiping God together opens our eyes to his grace. And we remember how in Jesus we are redeemed and reconciled to God. We remind ourselves that God is pursuing us and calling us to come back to him. He was willing to pay the ultimate price so that he could be our mediator and bring us to him so that we could become more like him in character and be part of his eternal purposes. Romans 8, 28 and 29 speaks of this. It says, And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. For God knew his people in advance, and he chose them to become like his son, so that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. It is clear from Scripture that we're made and designed to glorify God. It's our purpose. And to do that with our lives, but we can also do that with our bodies. As we come and worship, Scripture actually models and encourages us to glorify God when we meet through physical response, such as clapping or singing or bowing, kneeling, lifting hands. These are all uh, in Scripture. Shouting, playing, instruments, dancing, and standing in awe. Psalm 47.1 says, Clap your hands, all you nations. Shout to God with cries of joy. So as we sing songs of worship to God, Let's glorify God through our actions. We want to clap when we're together and sing, lifting our hands, shouting. We want to do a little dance. And when we do these things, we're glorifying God. And also, a little insight into my brain when, we, when I lead on weekends is that the idea that Scripture talks about that when we gather, we're not alone. It's not referring to just us, because obviously we're not alone, but we're joining the angels who are already worshiping God. We're joining with them in praise, and we're joining those who've gone before us to heaven. In uh, Hebrews, it talks about the assembly of the firstborn. We joined them who are enrolled in heaven, and thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly. So let's stand and join the angels and those who've gone before us as we glorify God. of darkness in my life. 
can take a seat. We're going to take communion this weekend. Paul gives direction in 1 Corinthians on how to take communion because the church in Corinth was having some problems and disagreement. 1 Corinthians eleven eighteen says, First, I hear that there are divisions among you when you meet as a church. I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord took some bread and gave thanks for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, This is my body which is given for you. Do this and to remember me. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this to remember me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. So anyone who eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord unworthily is guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. That's why you should examine yourself before eating the bread and drinking the cup. For if you eat the bread or drink the cup without honoring the body of Christ, you are eating and drinking God's judgment upon yourself. That is why many of you are weak and sick, and some have even died. So there was division and a lack of reconciliation, some anger between people in, uh, in the church in Corinth. And the way I describe this passage is, if you take communion without reconciling with someone, with anger in your heart against someone, then you're effectively denying Christ's sacrifice on the cross and asking for his original judgment on you as if it never happened. So Paul is saying that this is really important, Corinth. This is really important, church, because you can't have anger against someone and then accept Christ's sacrifice. Sometimes before communion, it might hit you. I have something unreconciled. I need to go make a phone call or I need to put someone in the chair and, and forgive them or make something right with someone, do business with God. If you, if you do that, it might look like healthy introspection or a confession of sin or resolution of differences with others. And these actions remove barriers that affect your relationship with Christ and other believers. You can't hold anger in your heart against someone and take communion. You have to spend time in prayer thanking God for his forgiveness and forgiving others as he has forgiven you. Awareness of your sin um, shouldn't keep you away from communion, but should actually drive you towards it. So we set up a lot of stations for communion, and the reason we didn't that, do that isn't so we can do it in like two minutes. It's actually so that you can feel free to take your time in your seats, or, or when you come up, if, if you want to pray or kneel before that, you can do that. And we would, we're actually hoping and encouraging people to do that. And it's, uh, this is the time to do that transaction with God. Also, um, here at Journey, we take the bread and we dip it into the juice or wine and take it. So the theme is dip, don't sip. All right? So uh, go ahead and take your time in your seats. And when you feel prepared um, during the music, uh, go ahead and come and take communion. Let's continue worshiping.
Sweet Jesus Christ, my sanity. Sweet Jesus Christ, my clarity. Bread of heaven broken for me. Cup of salvation held up to drink. Jesus, mystery. Christ has died and Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Sweet Jesus Christ, my sanity. Sweet Jesus Christ, my clarity. Bread of heaven broken for me. Cup of salvation held up to drink. Jesus, mystery. Christ has died and Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Christ has died and Christ is risen. Christ will come again.
the star He was there He was there In the end He'll be there
shadow of death Your perfect love is casting out fear And even though I'm caught in the middle of the storms of this life I won't turn back, I know you are near And I will fear no evil For my God is with me If my God is with me Whom then shall I
Wasn't that cool? What do you think? Should we do those uh, service like this once in a while? All right. Well, uh, we just got to duplicate Brandon, and um, we'll send a memo out or something. But she was fun. I, I thought it was cool, and looking forward to doing that more. And the you know the building that we're doing will uh, probably help serve us do that a little bit more. So it's going to be a cool thing. One of the many reasons we did it. Um, why don't you grab a seat? I'm gonna. It's my job to officially suck the Holy Spirit out of the room now by doing announcements. <laughs> Lucky me, right? I, I get to be that guy. So um, I want to talk to you a little bit about a couple things that are going on around Ethiopia. We have a scramble coming up. It's a 5K and a 10K run happening on July 10th. And so uh, there's a couple ways to be around that. You can, you can run in it, uh, participate it, run 5 or 10K, or you can just serve around it. You can uh, hand out water or help set up or tear down. So think about doing that on July 10th. Kate Townley is organizing that in our office. Uh, just write on the card that you'd like to be involved and hand it in or get a hold of Kate this week. Sign up for that. Be a real cool thing to do. Um, you can get on the website and check that out. All of this is on our website, obviously. And then uh, we're still trying to organize a, a fall trip to Ethiopia to do a continued work around our school. Uh, but that decision has to be made this week. So if you want to be in on that, you have to apply by Tuesday. Have your applications into us uh, by Tuesday if you want to go on the work trip this fall to Ethiopia. Summer of Hope, they bring those kids over and they just hang out with a family all summer and it could turn into an adoption. And uh, they have some barbecues during the summer where you can just uh, chill out with the, with the kids and get to know them and, and hang out with them and show them a good time. And that's happening in Livingston uh, uh, at Sacagawea Park on Tuesday, July 6th, about five, between five and six. So if you want to do that, head over into Livingston and hang out with those guys. Uh, Love, Inc., we help Love, Inc. Uh, uh, gather deodorant around here. It's called Pit Stop. And um, it sounds like that uh, we're short on women's deodorant. So if you can bring women's deodorant in for the next couple weeks, there's just a, a bin out there. You can actually uh, drop it off, and we just collect it, and then we get it over to Love, Inc., their partner of ours. And then uh, Drama Queens, if you're out there, ladies, if you have some acting skills, uh, Zoe uh, Retreat is coming up for our women in September, and uh, they do some skits, and they do some acting uh, uh, for that experience. And so if you have some acting skills and you're a lady and you want to do that, we're going to do some auditioning uh, around July 25th. It's a Sunday evening on July 25th. So if you want to act and you want to audition, would you put your name on a card, give it to an usher, and uh, that acting team will contact you. April or Zena will be contacting you about that. And then finally, uh, women's... A Bible study, there's one going on this summer, so ladies, if you want to be in a Bible study during the summer, it starts July 20th, cost is only $12, and you, you'd register by getting hold of uh, Kim Herring, uh, she's at this number, 579-2915, I think space is limited to 12, or just uh, write down on a card you'd like to be in it, and I'm um, sure we'll get that to Kim and she'll get a hold of you. So uh, that's it for this week. We're going to tear this place down. We're going to uh, get some chairs going. And I know you're anxious to get home to the 4th of July turkey. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Obviously, the Oaklands are the only ones that do a turkey on uh, 4th of July. But anyway, if you, can, if you have time to help us tear some chairs, it would be great. Otherwise, have a great week, and we'll see you next weekend. Bye-bye. <laughs>